What up, everybody? Welcome to the Nunchi Podcast. What up? I am sorry. I am. uh, How do you say? Out of breath. I walked up two flights of stairs right now. (laughs) Um, First of all, I wanted to apologize to our listeners. We, uh, I was uh, feeling under the weather last week. Uh, It's not COVID, uh, but that's why we didn't record an episode. Mm-hmm. And I know that uh, our one fan was like, yo, what the fuck? Oh, uh, we had one fan. Our one fan. Our goes, one fan. What's going on? <laughs> how come How come you're not putting it up? And I was like, ah, sorry, guys. Anyway, <laughs> so, Babo, how you been, man? Sorry, I'm having difficulties today. Um, I'm really slow, as always, I guess. <laughs> I know, you, you, like, you, you bring it up like it's a new thing. Um, well, I found some rum. Oh. Um, it's a Saturday, mm. so um, I tend to be more relaxed on right. the weekend. Right. Uh, but I don't know. I've had this like splitting headache for the last uh, day or two. Mm. And uh, yeah, I'm just really slow about everything. Mm. Yeah, res- responding. And so it's going to be an extra fight to be interesting today. Uh, as it always is. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's like, I don't think anything's really changed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, wait. Did you, did something? Oh. T- Sorry. Our, our, today, the, the equipment thing is, everything is just a little, yeah. little off today. Um, so, uh, Bobby, number one, I wanted to talk about, I mean, we're a little mm-hmm. late to it, but yeah. not really if you're in Korea. Yeah. Because um, the the thing that took the sports mm-hmm. sports scene and probably, you know, everything, it took a little bit, basically made people not think about COVID for a little bit, was the Michael Jordan Bulls documentary, The Last, Last Dance. Dance. Yes. Um, now for the... Korean listeners on Netflix, yeah, it's only out every every Monday. They put out two episodes, right? Well, I, that's how I've been watching it on right. Netflix. So right. I I'm only through episode four. Four. Um, how many are there? There's ten, and yeah. in America, okay. all ten have aired. And I've talked to a handful of people outside of the U.S. They also have seen all ten. They've seen all ten. Okay, so it's just Korea that we're. Korea is behind. Okay. I, um, I'm not proud of this, but I use other methods. I use the, the, the dark arts. To, <laughs> the dark arts. <laughs> to, to, uh, to see all 10 episodes. Oh, okay. Because I don't need, I don't need subtitles, right? So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I like, I'm, I, I kind of regret even starting it, mm. knowing that I'm going to have to wait on Netflix. And I don't use the dark arts for... Oh. The internet. Oh, I'm 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 all so. <laughs> I'm Wingardium Leviosa and on. But these then again, I know how it ends. Right. <laughs> like there's yeah. no like spoiler alert. There's no twist ending, right? Right. Am I right? You saw the whole thing though, yeah. right? Spoiler alert. Uh, Michael Jordan and the Bulls <laughs> win '96 championship. I I actually uh, yeah. I mean like 
I I'm not a basketball fan now. Right. But I was when I was a kid. Like I was a huge basketball and sports fan in general. Mm. What happened? What uh, number one? Why did you not? Why didn't that love for sports like continue? Um, because I, I started to play guitar and I started writing songs when I was twelve years old. Mm. But up until I was twelve or thirteen, right? I I followed sports uh, religiously. Mm. And um, so now that I'm watching The Last Dance, all these like old memories of the, you know, that old footage was just like incredible to watch. It's, yeah. It's like uh, the nostalgia is is just totally worth it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big, I'm a big, I mean, I'm again, similar to you, uh-huh. I uh, don't have a uh, a rooting interest in a lot of teams anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I used to, like back back when I was a kid, uh, I was a diehard Laker fan. I still am. Yeah. But I'm not as hardcore as I used to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I remember my dad, he took me to the Great Western Forum when I was like four. Mm-hmm. And that's like what, 90. I don't know what that is, by the way. What's the Great Western Forum? It's where the Lakers used to play. Oh, okay. Right. All right. And so my dad loved basketball. Mm-hmm. So he took me to the Forum when I was four. So that's like what, 80, 86? Okay. Right, and he pointed at Magic Johnson and was like, uh, that's the best basketball player you'll ever see in your life. Oh, right? really? And so from then on, I had like a rooting interest in the Lakers. Okay. Right? Were you a huge, I mean, this was before Jordan? Uh, Jordan came in 84, I believe. Uh-huh. Oh, so, right. so, so he, you, so you he weren't was, alive. Yes. So he was two. Okay. Right? I mean, and I, you he, were he, two. No, no, no. Uh, he was, I was two. Oh, you were two. And so like, you know, when I started watching basketball, like I was a Laker fan. So anyone oh, against okay. the Lakers, I was like, yo, fuck these guys, right? Including Michael Jordan. Including Michael Jordan, right? Oh. Right. Okay. In- Larry Bird first. Yeah. Right. And then uh, Jordan won uh, the first championship in 91 uh-huh. against my beloved Lakers. Okay. Right. And so I... I knew he was good and yeah. awesome and like tongue hanging out, like jumping from the free throw line shit. Like I thought, I knew yeah. that was all dope, but you can't beat magic, man. Like that was, that was, oh, that, no. was that was me, a feeling. I was, I was, I was a magic fan. I was just like an overall basketball fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I lived in New York. The Knicks were a big deal to us, mm. but honestly, I was a huge uh, Michael Jordan fan. Mm. Uh, um, but overall, I liked them all. Yeah. Like I like Larry Bird. Right. I like Clyde Drexler. I like uh, David Robin- Robinson. It's it's uh, a little odd for me to hear you spout out athlete names. Melodjuan. I liked, <laughs> you know, um, uh, yeah, Sean Kemp. Like I was like a huge uh, bi- uh, card collector. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had everything, football cards, baseball mm. cards, basketball cards. Um, I think I had, you know, even the McDonald's versions of those uh, uh, limited ed- edition wow. cards. Uh, yeah. I, and now, I, like, I, I know they're worth nothing. <laughs> like, at the time, I remember they would value them. Absolutely. There was a... Uh, there used to be a book called the Beckett Guide, yeah. where every month, yeah, it would show uh, the the price of these cards that you had. And it, as a kid, you're like you're holding on to these cards that you bought for a pack for like a dollar or two, right? And w- inside them, 
you could really find like a car that was worth $350 if you got like right. the rookie, I don't know. Shaquille O'Neal yeah. card or, yeah. Or, yeah. Um, so for us, like the value of money was like transferred to our our sports cards. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, because, it was, yeah, it was just like a... What was your prized possession? Like this one was like in a bulletproof case. Like, you know, if anyone touched that card, you'd be like, yo, I'm going to kill you. Like, what was that card? Hmm. I mean, I had a lot of Michael Jordans. Mm. Um, I didn't have any of his rookie cards. Oh, yeah. Because like yeah. The rookie cards were, I'm sure they're still worth something if you go to like a yeah. eBay or whatever. But right? I think I had like a like an 88 Jordan and like a, maybe 87 Mm-mm. or something like like older than at the time. Right. Um, but really the ones that I kept from when I was really young, like in the fourth, third, fourth grade was like, uh, damn, I, oh, I'm having a brain fart, but what's Mar- uh, Mark... Uh, the baseball player that Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire. I had a bunch of Mark McGuire rookie cards. Oh wow! Um, but I just I don't know why I kept getting those. So I used to have sheet after sheet, like lots of them. Mm. And I always I always like um, was really proud of that. The, but uh, Mark yeah. uh, Mark McGuire when he was on the uh, Oakland Athletics, yeah, part of the Bash Brothers with Jose Canseco. Yeah, and right? I can Jose Canseco, right? Right. And so I used to really. I can't even picture what they look like. Mm-mm-mm. I was very like visual, and that's why even bat for basketball, like I liked all the teams, mm. uh, even even the ones that sucked, but based on their, you know, on their uh, logo. Right, right, right. Uh, like like the Heat, or I don't know. I liked them all. I used to draw them at home as a kid. Really? Yeah. So you didn't have no. So there wasn't a your team. Like you weren't like um, Knicks. To like die? Yeah, no, yeah. For uh, only for the Yankees mm. for sports, but mm. when it came to basketball, I was kind of a bandwagon fan. Mm. Um, whoever was doing well at the time, and and that whole Bulls run was just my childhood uh, to a certain extent. So, I mean, I don't think I'm going to spoil anything, but I remember, you know, the the one of the arguments is that Michael Jordan not only was he like skilled. Mm-hmm. And he was a hard worker, but he was a fucking psychotic Soshiman guy. I haven't really gotten to that part of the oh, really? documentary. Then. Oh, really? I mean, I, I am seeing parts of it that I know my my teenager self mm-hmm. or even younger uh, would probably have been really shocked with. Like him using profanity oh. and him being like, I had just this, I put him on this pedestal as a kid. I was like... You know, we grew up in church, right? And we weren't allowed to swear. We weren't allowed to do anything, you know, commit sin. Yeah, <laughs> commit sin. And so to watch him in the era that I used to like idolize him, right, uh, is is weird. Seeing the backstage stuff where he's just, or even in his interviews, he's just like saying f this, f that. It, it's a it's a new light to see your your childhood heroes in. Right. I mean, now like I'm totally fine with it. Like I'm, I totally. Uh, I'm glad that I've grown up and grown out of that whole like higher than thou <laughs> kind of. So when you were when you were when you were younger, you thought Michael Michael Jordan was saying, "Hey, good shot, Magic Johnson." <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. think that's what he was saying? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Really, I thought when you know even trash talk right. was like fun. Right. Like I thought they did it for fun. Yeah. Uh, and when they were like, yeah, I, I always thought like. Even when they were fighting, like Rodman and all those, like everyone was really mad at each other on right. the 
on the court, I always pictured them like having a group hug in the back, <laughs> in the back afterwards. You stepped on my yeah. foot, bro. <laughs> yeah, because I... <laughs> what? what are you talking... Really? Yeah. Wow. When I was a kid, like right. I just, I was, I don't know, call it, uh, I was naive, I guess, but I just, I just wanted to believe that, you know, like David Robinson, I liked him for different reasons. I, I, because I had heard he was a Christian, you know, and super he was Christian. like a... And so I was, you know, super church kid mm. growing up. I was going to be a pastor at one point. Right? right. And so, yeah. Oh, I just really realized we had the window open. We could hear people outside, but I kind of like it. Yeah, because it's kind of hot. Yeah. It's, it's getting, getting hotter hot. in Korea. So we need to, there's no AC in this room. So, um, yeah. But, you know, the last dance, I mean, I normally like, some, like something like that, I would want to really just, um, Visit the dark, uh, <laughs> the dark arts, the dark arts yeah. of the internet. Um, but honestly, I'm just like really uh, tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch. I watch like not all four were available basically when I started to watch them. I guess no, they they uh, right? so they, I didn't watch them all back to back to back like in one sitting. Right, like I've been watching them one at a time or half at a time, and like. Right. But it's it's like a it's been really good, and I don't want to like, I don't want to binge it. Right, I I made the mistake of binging it, uh-huh. and so I watched I watched the first eight episodes because through the dark arts in oh, one yeah? in one sitting, right? Uh-huh. And then I was like, what the fuck? Where's the other two episodes? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So I had to yeah. wait till it was available in the U.S. Yeah, for me to get the other last oh, two. Oh yeah, right. Um, so that must have been torture. Uh yeah, I mean it's like, like I know what I know what the uh, the stories are, but the the interesting things were like the the backstories, right? Like mm-hmm. like overall, you like the frame of the the whole documentary is uh, the last season, yeah. Um, the run to their second three P, yeah. They right? keep going back to that and like right. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, but, but, so I know what happens in the I main for, frame. I forgot. I forgot what happened. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, but don't tell me. <laughs> but, but, but to me, the interesting things were, and, and I'm not really giving anything away, right? But then, mm-hmm. like, um, this is, I, I've known this before even this do- documentary came out mm-hmm. was that Michael Jordan is like, Koreans have a word called soshime, right? So, uh-huh. like, he'll take something, like, so if someone slighted him, yeah. he'll use that. And never forget it. Oh, okay. And and use that to it like fuels him. and fuels them right okay. to a point where even his Hall of Fame speech, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan brought the um, the guy who started who got picked on the high school basketball team ahead of him. Yeah. And he got cut, so he invited that dude to the Hall of Fame yeah. thing and talked about him. <laughs> no way. Yeah. He's that petty. He, he's like, fucking, he's, yeah. he's psychotic. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, but I did hear something about his speech and it wasn't, it wasn't, it was very uncouth or. I mean, um, it's, it, but to me, it, it wasn't, when I, I, when I saw was. this, when I see the, when I saw the speech, I was like, yeah, that's Michael Jordan. He mm-hmm. is psychotic about winning. Yeah. You know what I mean? And being the best basketball player of all time. Well, that, okay. Now that you say that, mm. like it might, it kind of makes it okay for me. I mean, like it makes me feel better about it because, okay, maybe psychotic, maybe, but maybe that's what 
he needed to win, right? No, absolutely. And, and so, so to me, like as much as as a person, like he might not be fun to be around. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I see that, and I go, that's what it takes to be great. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like you need a, to be fucking psych- so. It's the, a huge lesson, actually. And and would you want to be the best comic ever if it cost? If those were the sacrifices, like you had to be psychotic, you have to be. So, so the the answer is, I'm, I don't think I'm gonna ever be the best comic ever because mm. I don't, I can't do that. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess I can. I can be crazy about stand up and like just focus on that. But to a point where, um, like every edge, mm-hmm. you know, and and just the quote unquote killer mentality. Yeah, I, I don't have that. When it comes mm-hmm. to, and you know what, that's that's what NBA these days, right? Yeah. Like the last person with the killer mentality, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. That's why these days, like the the old players are calling the this generation soft. Okay, you know, just like we are with just in general, but yeah. like the old basketball players of the nineties are like, yo, these fools, they're talented, but they're fucking soft. Yeah, right. Yeah, right? yeah. The last person to have that fucking psychotic psychotic like will to win was Kobe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And Kobe also Man, so it's a bunch of uh Kondes just like Yeah. Be- shitting on the, the younger generation. There's no friendships. Like you know what I mean? We're not hugging. <laughs> We're yeah. not like giving each other's jerseys. Like that was the that was always the mindset. And so yeah. um I don't know if it's good or bad, but for me I I realize that for you to be uh that kind of successful, mm-hmm. it, it requires you to be a fucking psychopath. Yeah, you know, I I I think we all know that to certain to a certain extent. Right. So even you saying that, like, make it makes a lot of sense. Right. Um. Yeah, I probably am missing that gene as well. Mm. Um. But yeah, yeah, I I probably would never want to go down that road, even if I had the opportunity. Yeah, I mean, but it's um, I, much respect. I mean, you yeah, know, for them absolutely. to. To devote all those, all those like hours upon hours, and it's crazy. And, like know? when you think about, like, I, there, there was something they said in episode one, one or something, like where Jordan was making thirty five million, mm. and I guess that was a big number Back at the then, time. Yes, yes. And then I'm just thinking about now how much these ballplayers are making, right? And holy cow, you know, it's it's a lot different as opposed to Scottie for, Pippen. That's another thing. I actually yeah. was I I actually cried twice so far. Really? And one of it was just to see um Scotty be really I, I oh, someone's knocking at the door, but I'm going to finish this thought first, but yeah, I didn't know that was happening to Scotty in the background. Right. You know, just the whole thing with him uh it was a uh, uh, come in. <laughs> I don't think they have access. To oh, the they don't course. have access. Okay. We'll have a little break. But anyway, I'll keep talking about Scotty. Um, yeah, I don't know. For everyone, for anyone that's watched The Last Dance, like, I think that was the, the big thing with Scotty Pippen. Um, he's like, uh, I didn't know he was in that predicament. He just had to play for very little. I guess he brought it on himself, but. When you have a team winning, like constantly, and just on top of, on top of the game, you know the 
the organization is making so much money. Right. In my mind, the whole time I was thinking like, when are when are the bulls going to offer him just more money and more security? Right. Like, shouldn't they be like to hear that he was like really in the top what twenty players in the NBA? Right. But he was like the one hundred and fiftieth in terms of salary. Salary. That's kind of like, man. Like, isn't there a way to like make you know, like, is there a bonus structure like you can throw in there for the guy? Like he was, he was, a, he was like a. I mean, I mean, though, you know, in the in the documentary, and I don't know if he was being honest or not, but the owner Jerry Reinsdorf said, "I wouldn't take this deal if I were you." Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh -huh. But Scotty Pippen was like, "Well, I got to take this deal because of my family. I need to, f and you know, I have yeah, yeah like twelve. Yeah. brothers and sisters and he comes from a big family and then two of them are in wheelchairs yeah right so like that kind of uh thing was like oh man that's that's rough i didn't know that i mean as a kid you don't yeah. know about like salaries and and you know yeah, things yeah, like that right yeah. so that 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 those I mean, are those are the things that were interesting about the whole documentary or like oh i didn't know that i was trying to, the mental math that you're doing <laughs> watching the show is like he was still making like a million a couple million a year mm. Uh, which is a lot of money, of course, but yeah. he can still take care of his family. Right. But at the same time, when you know that everyone around him is making 10 times that right. or more, uh, it's like you kind of feel for the guy, mm. you know, to be on such a world stage. And and you you have no idea about that kind of stuff right. uh, as a kid. Like I'm like in grade school. Yeah. The, the, the crazy thing about this whole last dance was that for the last five weeks mm -hmm. every week so it would it would air in america on saturday and sunday right right okay and then for the whole week all sports talk was about can you believe oh yeah you know like yeah. so so it not only it basically for a, a little over a month uh -huh. kind of dominated the sports airwaves of, of, Where of, did it come out on? It was on Netflix ES, on ESPN oh. in the US, uh -huh. and then uh, internationally on Netflix. Did you need a subscription to watch it on ESPN? Yeah, uh, or it was just free to watch. You need a subscription on the. Oh, okay. I mean, if you have ESPN like the channel uh -huh. on TV, then it'll come it live on there. Right. Oh, okay. okay. But but if you have the dark arts, <laughs> right? Um, I feel like it would like. I don't know. If that's the case, I feel like they should have made it, you know, subscription only for the first half. Mm. And and then they should have opened it up like a free one month subscription to ESPN. Mm. Uh, and they could have got a lot of like re repeat customers from that. Right. I don't know. Now I'm just starting to think business wise. You're going to, you're going to, if you, so this is what I'm going to say. If you feel bad about Scotty. Mm hmm once you finish the documentary, you're going to feel worse about Scott for Scott. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. I'm not giving right, anything we'll just up. Stop the, we'll stop there. Okay. But, okay. So speaking of the the last dance, now one of the uh, members of that final three-peat Bulls team was Steve Kerr, mm -hmm. who is now the coach of the Golden State Warriors. Mm -hmm. I completely forgot uh, and always, it's, it kind of passed, it skipped my mind. I never really told anybody this, but uh, Steve Kerr's mom, Ann yeah. Kerr, mm -hmm. used to be my boss in college. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, she, so I worked 
um, on a work study program for financial aid, right? Uh-huh. So the work study, basically uh, the government pays half of it and then yeah. the school pays half of it, right? Yeah. So f- as from the school, like, yo, it's cheaper to get these work study kids, right? Yeah. So I worked at the International De- uh, Relations Department. At UCLA? At, at UCLA okay. while I was a student. And so it was me and two of my good friends slash roommates, right? So we were, we, you know, we were just, we're, we were homies, right? Mm-hmm. And so there was not much for us to do, you know, a little bit of, uh, you know, you know, organizing files, you know, like going, hey, so-and-so is going to, you know, you have a meeting at four. I was basically, we we're basically the um, secretaries or administrative mm-hmm. assistants, right? Yeah. And, um, but the one thing was, is when we were in college, uh, given that these computers were connected to the UCLA like landlines, right? Yeah. Um, one of my one of my friends, he used the UCLA landline system. It was kind of like everything was fast, right? You can download movies. Uh-huh. Basically, what it, what it was was your file sharing with everybody within the the system. Yeah, and so everything was fast, and he would download. CDs upon CDs of porn because oh my gosh. because back then there wasn't like uh, like YouPorn or Pornhub or like the streaming like porn sites that are that are available now right okay. so like uh, so basically you had to download them to watch them and Koreans apparently still do that to this day right but back home we would use things like Kazaa. Mm-hmm. You know, to download. When it would take, fucking take a whole day. I remember we used to download movies. It would take a whole day or right. two. So he, he was burning CD upon CD on a regular basis, right? And naming him, shh, you don't want to know volume one, <laughs> right? <laughs> Did he get caught? Was it a... So, so what happened was the IT person of the International Relations Department comes up to him and goes, hey, um... Uh, you know, like I know, I know what you guys are doing. Right? Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's that, like, he's like, hey, I, I, I get it. You know, uh-huh. but like, come on, man, like you, you can't be, you can't be downloading like, <laughs> oh my, God. like three CDs worth <laughs> on a daily basis. You know what I mean? You can't have a whole spool oh by the gosh. end of the week. Okay. You know what I mean? Why do I feel like you were like involved with a lot of like shady things in college? Didn't you used to sell like. Fake IDs as well. Uh, that's um, alleged. Am I outing you uh, now? Alleged. Are you going to get like in trouble by the Alumni Association that you won't be invited back? I, I don't think, I've never been invited to begin with. But, yeah, I don't know how it works. Uh, it's been, I've been, uh, it's been, uh, it's been alleged that I did illegal activities to pay for things, but uh-huh. you know, it can't be proven. Um <laughs> Okay. So, so for me, uh, so did so, he get fired? What happened? No, they were like, okay. just, just, just fucking cut it out. And he's like, Oh, oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a wow. That's a big solid of them to be. Yeah. Just, like, because they, they, like, they didn't, they didn't want to fire us because then they'd have to get new work study people, and that's hard to find, right? They would have to find regular people, so they'd have to pay double. Oh, right. The salary. They're, they're saving money. Right. Right. <laughs> so they're saving money by having us because. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like. We're doing okay. our jobs. It's just right. that we're doing extra shit that's not, you know, that's not kosher, right? Yeah. Setting up the download is just like you set it up and then you go work yeah. and you come back, it's done kind yeah. of thing. So, yeah. all right. So like, it's it's not like it's taking away <laughs> from your efficiency, right? Like you're doing the same amount of and work. And it's the IT guys, right? It was right. like not 
Steve, Steve Kerr's, Kerr's mom. mom. <laughs> now, here's the thing, though. Now, my dealing with Steve Kerr's mom, right, is that uh, so, you know, I had all I, I finished all my stuff and I, I didn't do any of the downloading, I swear. Mm-hmm. Right. But then uh, so there was nothing to do. So there was a, a game called Yahoo Pool. Now, for uh-huh. those uh, Yahoo still exists. I remember right? Yahoo Pool. Yeah. Where you play pool with your mouse with, with, with fucking strangers from all over the world. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Some some dude was kicking my ass, right? <laughs> so I uh, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do a little cheating. Michael Jordan would not approve of this, but uh-huh. what I would do, what I did was in one game I got a ruler, yeah, and I stuck it against the screen, right? <laughs> so I couldn't see the trajectory of the ball, right? Oh, that's what you. Oh, like on easy play, they give you the trajectory. They give you the trajectory, yeah. but then I wanted to even get it even more. So okay. I would even like measure the the, the, the banks and stuff, you yeah, know, like yeah. the, so I was like, boom. And then, you know, I was, I was killing this motherfucker. Oh, you started right? winning. Yeah, I was killing this <laughs> motherfucker, right? <laughs> killing him. You know, and I was all like excited. I was like, oh, I'm beating this fool. And all of a sudden, tap on my shoulder. I look up, Professor Ann Kerr is looking at me, Steve Kerr's mom, and goes, mm-hmm. um... Dan, what are you doing? Right? And mm. I, you can't tab shift this shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My hand is against the fucking screen right now. I was like, um, this is called a Yahoo pool. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I mean, I know you, you know, you finished all your work and, and you know, that's cool, but you know, like there's gonna be clients that come uh-huh. and like you don't want them to see you do this, right? Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're, you're right, you're right. And uh-huh. I go, and so so instead of instead of you know stopping, I was like, but I mean, I will stop. But why is my computer set up this way, where my back is you know turned yeah. toward the door? You know? <laughs> yeah. You know, can can we move the desk? And then she yeah. was like, that, is that your solution? <laughs> Actually, that's a that's a good point though. Like. Yeah. Um, you're using your you're using your mind yeah. and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and it's, it's solution yeah. your solutions is like um, yeah she should have noticed that you, you I didn't get fired either <laughs> yeah. it helped it helped with a lot of my Steve bills Kerr. you know um, but Ann Kerr was awesome mm-hmm. uh, you know she was she was so she was an awesome boss and uh, I remember because when I first met her and I saw her like her you know placard right and mm-hmm. it said Ann Kerr and I was like Kerr uh, are you related to Steve Kerr by any chance? And he's like, she's like, oh yeah, she's, he's my son. And I was like, yeah, get out of here, right? And then, but you, know, you just ask, kind of like, like joke, like almost like yeah. jokingly. How many Kerrs? I don't know yeah. any Kerrs, right? So right. I was like, I was like, well, you know, I'm a basketball mm-hmm. fan. He's like, oh, he's my son. I was like, get out of here, right? Yeah. And so in our office, there was like pictures of them together, and I was like, oh shit, you <laughs> really? You know? Did you were you in there ever? Like, do you have any pictures of Jordan? <laughs> Uh, uh, so, but you know, watching this documentary, it—I I don't know how you felt, but it, it also took me back to the '90s mentally, I, right? Yeah, like, yeah. like, and I was like, "What was I like in the '90s, early oh, 2000s?" Yeah, you know? yeah. Th- those oh. are tough times for me, and personally, I, I now that you bring that up, mm. yeah, I hated growing up. I had a lot of like weird. Yeah, just I don't know. I don't want to get all dark now, but um, 
I mean, you've you've yeah. been dark. The whole, you've been dark for. <laughs> well, now that I think of it, you know, like back in the nine early nineties, mm. uh, the Jordan era, I'll mm. say. Mm. I remember we were kind of just moving place to place to place. Um, by the time I got to uh, high school, mm. it was the, like the longest I stayed. Actually, in high school, I moved to a lot, but uh, staying in one school that was the longest I stayed in high in one place, mm. one school, because I. I think by the time I went to college, I moved like 24 times or something, Jeez. something like that. But in my whole life, it's been just double that or whatever. Um, but as a kid, you know, when you're moving every year, sometimes twice a year, you just kind of give up on making friends. Mm. You give up on a lot of things. That's why uh, playing the guitar and writing songs was such a big deal for me mm. at one, uh, when, when I discovered that. Um, basketball cards, baseball cards, that all went with me. Right. You know? Um, but honestly, we kept moving not because like I was in a military family or like for, you know, for a normal reason why people would move, but right. it was because we kept moving into a smaller and smaller place. Mm. Like we just, I don't know. We, I think we were, I didn't know it at first because we lived when I was a young kid we were kind of well off. We had a, a really nice, we had a house uh, in Jersey for mm. a couple of years. Uh, meanwhile, we had an apartment in the city, uh, an apartment in Long Island. And then we kept, I remember there was a time we were just rotating. Mm. They kept putting me in different schools. Uh, we were well off and then it all came crashing down. I guess we went bankrupt right. and started living with with my cousins in California for a while. And then we got kind of got back on our feet. Uh, my mom got a, became a pastor. Mm. So we were living at, taking care of people's homes. I, I don't know, at one point we were living in a house in Riverside. Oh, wow. Uh, I remember I became friends with all the kids cause of at the NBA. Mm. And then, uh, yeah, so I lived in California for like three years as a kid. I, I always tell people I'm from New York because that's where I spent most of my childhood. Right. And I, I, but I did live in New Jersey and in California for a small stint. And then by the time I got back to New York, I was in sixth grade. Okay. And, then, and then, I mean, at one point it was like five of us in a studio apartment. And then when I turned 14, I was living alone. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah. that like I, you, you've told me many times that you lived alone. I mean, even in um, the, the Dolly episode, you yeah. kind of briefly said how you, you know, you only shat like once a, once a week yeah. and how you, you, you had fast <laughs> me metabolism and you were, you were uh, super you, you, skinny and poor, yeah. you know? Um, and I've heard some of the stories, but you know, to what? me, the idea of being 14 and mm -hmm. living alone is, it's mind boggling. It's weird, like, cause I got into the school Mm. Uh, when I was, uh, I w got into the fame school, you know, mm. LaGuardia High School Performing Arts. And it was a big deal to me. I wanted to stay in one place. Like I was so, so sick and tired of going school to school. I went to like four different middle schools. Oh. Um, at least, something like that. And then uh, when it came time to, you know, applying for schools also was a big deal when you're in middle school. Right. In New York, they have all these specialized high schools. And then I was able to convince my parents, hey, I, I, if I get into one of these schools, can I stay? 
Because mm. basically that was the same deal for my older, my eldest brother, Charlie and mm. Eddie as well. Right. Uh, Charlie got into Stuyvesant, which was like the best public school in New York. Mm. Uh, Eddie didn't get into any of them. So he had to travel <laughs> with me and my mm. mom. Mm. And then um, when it was time for me to take it, I got into LaGuardia. Right. And so they're like, all right, you can stay, but we're taking off to California because there was work there. Right. And so I had to live alone for uh, a while. Um, I mean, it can't be it can't be legal. It had to yeah. be, that had to be some illegal. Well, I, I remember rules. living in a basement at one point in a mm. Gia with uh, I had a a pastor as a roommate. Okay, uh, for a little bit, and then he just he took off, and then it just was like, yeah, I can do this alone, mm. you know. And um, I was living in Manhattan at one point. And uh, seeing my brother, my brother Eddie was in college, and Charlie was in med school, or he was like living in Brooklyn. Mm. And I would see Charlie every week on Sunday for church. No, he would he would stop by my place and drop off twenty bucks to me. Twenty but, bucks. Yeah. And so I would use that to eat during the week. And I to it was it wasn't his fault. I to told him that's. I mean, that was the deal back then. 20 bucks was a lot back then, right? you know, in the early 90s. So I would run out by Wednesday. <laughs> it was still not a lot for New York, right, you know. Right. But I didn't want to make a fuss about it because if I did, because they were already spending money for me for an apartment, right? you know. It right. was still under, a, it wasn't like what it costs now to live in Manhattan. Right. It was really shitty living in the early 90s in New York in Midtown Manhattan. It was like really... Uh, Julie Honey had hadn't cleaned it up, you know, as mm. it as they say he did. Um, and there was like just I live near Times Square. There was a bunch of like like triple X theaters, sex people. I, I got mugged and jumped and mm. you know everything there mm. like all the time. And uh, uh, I would run out of money because you know twenty bucks I would buy whatever. Sometimes I just buy guitar strings or something like that. Wow, with okay. it. Um, I wouldn't tell my parents or tell uh, Charlie that I was running out of money. Right. Because I didn't want to get in trouble. I didn't want them to be like, you can't live in New York. You can't live, you can't, li you have to move back to uh, California and start over. Right, right, right. So I was like, just basically starving half the week. Um, so, but I, I had little tricks and things like that. Like I would um, go to McDonald's and get, um, not order anything, but I would just ask them for the salsa packets for the fajita, okay. chicken fajitas. Uh -huh. And if you look in those salsa packets, there's like chopped onions and green peppers <laughs> in it. So I would like literally ask for a handful. Uh -huh. um, Cause you're a kid, you know, you know, I don't know. P Pedro taught me this. Peter taught me how to do this. Yeah. Cause I saw him do it like a bunch of times and it, I just figured it was a good way to get food. So I would go to McDonald's all the time and then to a point where I think they felt bad for me and the mm. workers knew me. So I right. wouldn't even ask and they would just like get, throw it at me. They would throw like a, a handful of salsa packets and I would just suck on those for like a couple of days. I would get saltines, whatever I can, like in, in any situation. The other thing was like, I had a few friends in school uh, and Peter and like some other people, like some other uh, high school friends and, Junior, um, junior high. Actually, I lived alone in junior high too. But I used to 
have some friends that were more well off uh-huh. than I was, and I would wait to. We would get pizza after school. After school, right? I wouldn't eat pizza, but I would watch them eat pizza. Mm-hmm. And a lot of kids don't like crust. Mm-hmm. Like even these days, I see kids throw away crust, and it's like infuriating. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> but for me, I would wait for them to, you know, give me their crust. Mm. They would all just like, like line it up, and I, it would be my chance to, because condiments are free, you know, like right. oregano and parmesan and red pepper. Um, so I would open up the crust to flatten it out, mm. you know, kind of butterfly it. Right. And then I would make myself like breadstick, kind of Parmesan breadsticks. And I would eat that. Every That was like a delicacy for me. First of all, yeah. <laughs> first of all, <laughs> what it, are we talking it, about? In, in this day and age, yeah. you're going to get Corona if you, <laughs> you know, everybody else is spit, right? But no, but also, I, but my biggest meal of the week was at church. Mm. So at church, what they did every Sunday was um, they made lunch for the congregation. Right. And it was kukbap. Like mm. you would get like, I went to a Korean church and they would make a Korean stew. Right. Pechu. And rice. Right. That's the cheapest. And well. it would cost a dollar. Right. Um, for it at the church because, you know. Mm. Anyway, so I would always have a dollar on me or I... If I didn't, like I would like ask someone to buy me mm-hmm. <laughs> like a kukbap. Right. And I would eat kukbap on the weekends. On, and then my other thing was, um, uh, this is will be the last last of it. I don't want to like bore you on this stuff. But like I I remember I used to go to Hanbat. There was a Hanbat next to my house mm-hmm. where that did Salongtang. Right. And, uh, you know, I would go there. Every now and then, maybe once a month or every other month, when I really, really wanted something good and healthy, mm. I would get a a bowl of solongtang. That was the cheapest thing they had at the right. restaurant, and um, I would eat. I would never finish it, mm. like purposely. Like I would get maybe close. Sometimes I get very close to the bottom right. of the bowl, right. and then I would ask to take it to go. Mm. <laughs> it was just me, you know. Right, just, right. 15-year-old kid, uh, 16-year-old kid just eating alone. And it was 24 hours. So sometimes I would go like 2 a.m. Right. And then I'd be eating that. And <laughs> I would ask for it to go. And, and I see, I would always see them like laugh or some some of the wait, wait, waiters would be like kind of annoyed with right, me. Right. But then they kind of caught on to that this kid is eating alone mm. like every now and then. And they used to, filled the to-go um, container with more salongtang. See, that's, that's- To the top. They would put yeah. it back. Because, you know, it's just a big bowl that's like boiling all the time. Right. And so whenever I would get it to go, it would magically be full. And then I would have an extra meal. Uh, and the first time that happened, I realized that was a way for me to double my, you know, my money. Based, I, you know, I mean, just to save money right. and have an extra meal- and then I would cut that meal into like two or three, you know, because um, I used to do some ghetto things, man. I remember I, I after church once, we all like all these kids from mm. Jersey mm. and stuff, they would stay around and sometimes they would buy dinner or we go to like a Korean restaurant, like right. Kum Gam Sang or something like that. And then they get like carby uh. uh, and then the bones. Right. I would look at the bones and be like, I would 
uh, wrap them in um, napkins, uh, and I would take the bones home to make soup. Yeah, and I would boil the Water. bones, uh, and then I would just have myself, you know, some bone broth soup. <laughs> like I did some ghetto things, man. I but mean, I was so skinny. I didn't. I only pooped once a week. Yeah. Um, that is, that is, that is, I don't know if it's heartbreaking. I mean, you know, at the end, and at the end of the day, it, it, you survived it. And, you know, I mean, you know, it, it, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't like, it's, it's a cliche, but what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, I guess, you know, yeah. to a certain extent. I mean, because I was not that poor, mm -hmm. but I did have a, a, a big ghetto streak in me, you know? I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> um, these, so? these two were in high school and um, I have two stories. One story was uh, friends, uh, a couple of friends and I, we were, we were playing basketball mm -hmm. and like on the weekend. Mm -hmm. And then we went, we were hungry. So we went to the nearby, we, we were, we were living in, or the, my high school was in South Pasadena. So mm -hmm. in the, in the 626 mm -hmm. area, right. Or as they call it, the sick do sick. So we went to a nearby, um, Chinese restaurant, right? I said, yeah, Chinese restaurant. And then we were looking, we were, and it was like, wait, how much money does y'all have right now? Yeah. And we did not, uh, there was four of us uh -huh. and in total we had 12 bucks. Okay. Right. Okay. Out of all four of us in total, we, and it's not like, we were like 15, 16. We didn't have like a debit card or a credit card or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And so um, we order one fried rice, right? Four of us. Uh -huh. And then we asked for two, bowls of white rice okay right okay i, I think i know where this is going <laughs> so yeah. we got the fried rice yeah we put the two bowls of white rice on top of it yeah got the soy sauce and then we we, we yeah. a few drizzles <laughs> and then we re poke <laughs> the fried rice to make yeah. it extra yeah dude the look we got because yeah. i was like you know obviously if we had money we would pay but yeah you know the you know with four of us <laughs> that, that's know, pretty you know that's pretty awesome though like to be that uh <laughs> as a kid that's pretty um that was I, we all looked at each other creative like, well we all looked at each other like i don't think we can come to this restaurant anymore <laughs> i remember i used to order from chinese restaurants right. like they they had always this no one would ever order it but i knew it existed on the menu uh -huh. if you asked uh, -huh. uh was plain fried rice mm. which was just rice and soy sauce, basically. Like right, it was right. like brown rice, but like a little bit salty. Right. And it would be cheaper, a little bit more expensive yeah. than the white rice. I would get that all the time. <laughs> like, and in my mind, I was like, "This is fried rice," you know. But right. there's no like beans, no, no egg, like, no, 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 like, no peas, there's no peas, nothing, no carrots and stuff in it. <laughs> but that's pretty ghetto, man. Yeah. yeah. Ghetto number two. <laughs> there's right. more. Ghetto number two. <laughs> Huh. There was a McDonald's near our house. I mean, uh, near our high school. Mm -hmm. And uh, in the McDonald's, there was, uh, they had something called bucket of fries, right? Now, right. a bucket of fries was, they, they, what, instead of an actual bucket or whatever, they used a supersized fountain drink cup. Yeah. And they filled that with fries. Oh, yeah, fries. I kind of remember that. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And so what I would do and me and my friends would do is we'd order one of those. Yeah. We'd eat all the fries. Mm -hmm. And then we'd just go to the soda fountain and then pour it, <laughs> fill it with soda. Right? <laughs> right? 
Now after, oh, that's for the ghetto. Uh, yeah. After doing that a few times, yeah. I think the McDonald's caught on to our our scheme. <laughs> and so what they did was they started punching holes in the bottom of those cups. Yeah. You know? So that if we did it, it'll it'll uh, leak, right? Oh, they did that because you. Guys. I, I'm, I'm assuming it was because <laughs> of us, right? Now the 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 part was this should have stopped us, right? Yeah. But it did not stop us because what we did was, oh yeah, all you needed was an index finger, which what I mean by that is you would do this, you would just plug the bottom, yeah, of the and fill the still with, it, with your finger, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then still drink it, right? <laughs> so eventually they got rid of the bucket of fries at that McDonald's. <laughs> that's so, oh, that's so genius. Because like, we, like, we weren't, I mean, we weren't like, like, I mean, obviously we weren't rich, but we yeah. weren't like poor, poor, right? But yeah. we'd always try to figure out how to, when it came to eating, like yeah. beat the system. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, um. It well, I know people like straight up, they just get a, a cup of water mm. and it was always like a Dixie cup that right. like they, even at McDonald's, yeah. they would give you that because yeah. uh, you can get water at the the soda fountain. Right. 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 But they, I knew people that just straight up asked for that and they would like pour get, themselves on Coke yeah. or high C or whatever it was. And I mean, at the very I, least. I, I would I would never do that. At the very yeah. least, if you wanted to pull that move, at least like something like Sprite so it's clear, <laughs> right? right? Yeah, right. yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? A little yeah. bit, right? Um, dude, we, I don't know, man. And then I I found it fun yeah. to be ghetto like that. I don't like, I don't know. It was like an accomplishment. Like uh -huh. I, it wasn't like I was embarrassed of that move, you know? Like there was another in in college freshman year, uh -huh. there was a there was a Mongolian barbecue place in Westwood. I don't know if it exists. It's called it used to be called Mongols, right? And so mm -hmm. what it is is you build you get like a like a big ass bowl, yeah. and then you fill it with like beef and whatever, and then they weigh it, and then that's how they that's how you pay for it. Oh yeah, and then they stir fry it for yeah, you. Yeah, right? they stir yeah, fry I've it for seen you that in, in California. Their, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, they don't weigh it. You just get paid for the bowl. The bowl, right? So you don't, you, uh -huh. don't, you know. So, so the idea is, if the more you fill in this bowl, yeah, the more you're making a profit, I mm -hmm. guess. So, everyone, every one of the college kids that were poor, what they would do was they would flatten out this frozen beef, yeah, right, and then like kind of like make it so that you can pack more beef in there. Yeah. Right? <laughs> okay. Everyone did that, uh -huh. right? But then what they didn't do, and this is what I started doing, was I hate broccoli, right? I hate yeah. vegetables, but I got the broccoli and I would make a broccoli fence on the bowl, uh -huh. right? So that if there's a bowl, more shit comes out so you can pack more, <laughs> more meat and more noodles. <laughs> so it was just literally it was, it was beef, some broccoli. You're more beef <laughs> and noodles, right? You're essentially making the bowl deeper. Yes, I made a bigger bowl. Right? <laughs> oh then, my god! And so when they would, they, you know, they would look at me and they would be, like, "Oh my god!" So I did it a few times. Yeah. And then what they started doing was they started cutting the stems of the broccoli, so we can't do that. Damn, shit. man, they're all the Danny. <laughs> you, you, you keep making all these establishments like have to figure out ways to yeah to stop you. Yeah. So okay, so uh, you know what? And then they end up hiring people like you, like for the government, <laughs> right, like right. 
how they they like the FBI hires like old scam artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To like, <laughs> but I'm, but I'm just scamming people on how to like eat more food, <laughs> more bang for your buck. Oh man. Oh dude, that I, th- those were the good old days, my friend. Uh, I don't know, man. Like I, uh, I, yeah. I, 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 I think about those days, and mm-hmm. you know my, you know my 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 parents, my mom. I don't know. I think it's hard for parents to like tell their kids that they're poor. Yeah. You yeah. Know, they're struggling. Um, but I kind of had a suspicion that when I was in college, mm-hmm. my parents weren't doing so hot. Yeah. Like financially. Right. And so, uh, but, but thankfully for them and for me is that they never needed to pay for anything for me. Mm-hmm. Cause that through, through, the dark arts. <laughs> uh, I would make money. The work, study, stand up. I would get paid. Yes, you know, uh, scholarships. Like so, everything, yeah. everything basically I made mm-hmm. or had payoff, right? right? Right. And so, you know, um, I think that helped their that helped them out a lot. Yeah. And I didn't even live at home. I lived on on um, dorms or in an apartment. Uh huh. You know, and so the funny thing was like. If I knew how poor we were, yeah, it it doesn't make sense how much weight I gained in college, right? Right? You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. like, because I, I gained, I went in and I gained like in two years, I gained like forty pounds. It's because you're on a meal plan in college, yeah. right? Like, yeah. for me, I gained a lot of weight too because yeah. it was the first time I had access to food. Yeah, <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, college is good. The freshman fifteen. Oh, dude, I got I got say, to right? two hundred and fifteen pounds. Oh my right? gosh! And uh, and then I remember, um, I had so the, the same friend who was downloading all the porn. Yeah, like his mom and dad actually bought a condo for us, and then we just had to pay him rent. Right? Oh my goodness, right? that was that's nice. That was cool, right? <laughs> yeah. But then you know, his mom and dad would come every now and again to check up on the condo because yeah. fucking six of us living in there, and just you know, we're mm-hmm. a bunch of dudes, you know. But um, she saw my gradual weight gain, mm-hmm. and then she, so I, I, I come in from summer school and I look at her, and then she's like, you know, Chinese Chinese lady, and she goes, "Oh, Daniel, uh, you looks uh, you looks uh, uh, you look uh, so so healthy." <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> she um, went through the rolodex of words, and then she said, "You look healthy." I was like, "No, I don't. I don't look healthy." Oh man, memory lane. I guess that's the that's the episode. The episode. And you know what we should call it? Yeah. Given given our last episode when you wrote when you titled it Hajiwan walks into a bar. Yeah. A bunch of Hajiwan fans walked in and walked, checked yeah. it out. So what if we this one I think it would be uh last dance, but a lot of people would have done that, right? Yeah. Mm. We'll we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll name it Steve Kerr's mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Steve Kerr's mom is an awesome person. <laughs> um, this week, I guess we, we got to wrap up. We have another recording in here after. Mm-hmm. But um, the yeah, I, we haven't done a Dear Korea in a while. Right. But maybe I don't have one prepared. Mm. Uh, Korea has been really good to me lately. Mm. So I'll, I'll just say... Dear Korea, keep killing it. Keep doing it. I have a dear. Look good. I have a dear Korea. Uh, I have, my dear Korea is, uh, dear Korea. Please do away with the rule of three. What's that mean? 
in Korea, like when you offer somebody something, yeah, right? You know, hey, uh, you want something to drink? Yeah. Even if you want something to drink, you say no. And you have to do it three times. Right, Kentanayo. Yeah. We have to fight three times, right? Yeah. So not only as like if the check, if, no, I'll pay the check. Yeah, no, 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 I'll pay the check. No, 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 no. That's okay. You know, like you paid last time. You know, like so. To me, not only do I want to offer a service or a good deed to you, yeah, I have to be a salesman about this fucking service. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what's annoying to me, right? So. To me, I understand it's a cultural thing. Yeah. But guys, as a especially foreigners, it is so hard not only to learn the language. Mm-hmm. If you learn Kenchanayo as ah, it's okay, right? As a foreigner. Yeah. And you'd be like, hey, you want something to drink? And they'd be like, Kenchanayo. That means it's okay. Later, dude. <laughs> right, right. Like yeah. that's 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 the idea, right? So mm. um I know it's a it's it's deeply rooted like culturally. Yeah, but it's unnecessary, guys. It's a waste of time. The rule of three is definitely a waste of time. It's some, yeah, yeah. I would, I would agree, and also disagree because I, I kind of like it. I kind of like having that, that, um, you know, because you could, you could work it towards your favor, where you, you're like, you say you'll pay, and then someone says no, they'll get it, and then if you really can't afford it, then you could kind of say okay. All right, thank you. See, but that's not the that's not that's <laughs> okay. not the rule of three though. That's the rule of one okay. and a half, right? I don't know. You know? I'm just trying to be what it what's the word? Anyway, funny let, was not what, what you were looking for. <laughs> well, everybody, uh, thanks for listening. Um, yeah. Check us out on Spotify. Uh, we're on Spotify as well as yeah. every other um, podcasting platform. Um, yeah. Crazy congratulations to Joe Rogan and his gigantic deal with Spotify. Yeah, yeah, that's so. a game changer, I'm sure, in a way, and hopefully it benefits us small time podcasters. I don't know. We'll I heard I, I, they didn't give the number, but they were like generational wealth. Oh, is really? What, he, what he's building and what he's getting. I, I, I like, heard Ooh. I heard a hundred million yeah. um, for like a few years or something. Like right. That. Was well, a three year deal? Okay. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, I don't know. Good, don't know good for you, number. Joe Rogan. He's <laughs> Joe Rogan's uh, like the 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 godfather of podcasting, right? Yeah, and, and he so, really is. Like yeah. you can't can't deny it. Like if you look through his first like five six years of podcasting, yeah. it wasn't anything special, right? I mean, it was. It was the content was good, but if you look at the quality, the like nothing really changed right. until I'm going to just say maybe the last few years it got right. better, right? But he just stuck with it, man. Like he he's a uh, He's a fighter. Yeah. He's in it to win it kind right. of attitude. You know, he sticks with it like a marathon runner. Yeah. You know, I like that attitude. So, okay. So, yeah, we're, we're all there and hopefully we can make some Joe Rogan money. All right, guys. Yeah. Talk to you later, later, guys. Bye.